0: Hello, friends. I'm Pastor Pitts Evans. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. Let's get right to the Word of God. Psalm 74 is a quite interesting psalm that we don't know exactly why it was written. It seems to be referring to a conquest of Israel and details of things that happened during the conquest, but the only time that this seems applicable is long after the time that it's believed to have been written. So it's a psalm of Asaph, who was one of um, King David's three choir directors, as I mentioned previously. It speaks of an adversary coming against the worship of Yahweh and against Israel, and uh, the psalmist asked the Lord to look at this destruction and to intervene on Israel's behalf, All of that's great. Israel, of course, was attacked during the days of King David, but no adversary in David's lifetime ever conquered Jerusalem, unless you want to consider his son Absalom as an adversary. Absalom was still Jewish, and it was still in Jewish hands. But this may prophetically refer to the Babylonian conquest of 586 B.C., and so it may have been written, uh, Asaph, as as I mentioned previously, was... um, Uh, referred to as a seer. It may just be prophecy. And uh, this man is prophesying by the spirit of things to come. So let's listen now to Psalm 74. A of Asaph. O God, why have you rejected us forever? Why does your anger smolder against the sheep of your pasture? Remember the nation you purchased long ago, the people of your inheritance whom you redeemed, Mount Zion, where you dwelt. Turn your steps toward these everlasting ruins. All this destruction the enemy has brought on the sanctuary. Your foes roared in the place where you met with us. They set up their standards as signs. They behaved like men wielding axes to cut through a thicket of trees. They smashed all the carved paneling with their axes and hatchets. They burned your sanctuary to the ground. They defiled the dwelling place of your name. They said in their hearts, we will crush them completely. They burned every place where God was worshipped in the land. We are given no signs from God. No prophets are left. And none of us knows how long this will be. How long will the enemy mock you, God? Will the foe revile your name forever? Why do you hold back your hand, your right hand, Take it from the folds of your garment and destroy them. But God is my king from long ago. He brings salvation on the earth. It was you who split open the sea by your power. You broke the heads of the monster in the waters. It was you who crushed the heads of Leviathan and gave it as food to the creatures of the desert. It was you who opened up springs and streams. You dried up the ever-flowing rivers. The day is yours, and yours also the night. You established the sun and the moon. It was you who set all the boundaries of the earth. You made both summer and winter. Remember how the enemy has mocked you, Lord, how foolish people have reviled your name. Do not hand over the life of your dove to wild beast. Do not forget the lives of your afflicted people forever. Have regard for your covenant because haunts of violence filled the dark places of the land. Do not let the oppressed retreat in disgrace. May the poor and needy praise your name. Rise up, O God, and defend your cause. Remember how fools mock you all day long. Do not ignore the clamor of your adversaries, the uproar of your enemies, which rises continually. So the psalmist is... um seemingly lamenting God's rejection of Israel. He says, God, why have you rejected us forever? Or, O oh God, have you rejected us forever? Why does your anger smolder against the sheep of your pasture? And so, um, as I mentioned, this may be a prophetic look uh, by the spirit of days to come when Israel was apostate and the Lord did indeed turn her over to her enemies. The psalmist goes on to call on the Lord. He says, remember the nation you purchased long ago, the people of your inheritance whom you redeemed. Turn your steps toward these everlasting ruins, towards all this destruction the enemy has brought on the sanctuary. Once again, the sanctuary wasn't even built in the lifetime of King David. It was built by his son Solomon. So uh, it was certainly not destroyed in Solomon's lifetime, and therefore Asaph uh, would not have lived through such a situation in the natural. But he points to a destroyed sanctuary. He goes on to say, They burned your sanctuary to the ground. They defiled the dwelling place of your name. They burned every place where God was worshiped in the land. And so this would indeed be a, a terrible season of time that he's referring to. He goes on to say, We are given no signs from God, no prophets are left, and none of us knows how long this will be. How long will the enemy mock you, God? Why do you hold back your hand, your right hand? And so a a terrible cry for mercy uh, from a future adversary. He goes on to review some of the Lord's mighty deeds um, using the expression, it was you repeatedly. He says, it was you who split open the sea by your power. You broke the heads of the monsters in the waters. It was you who crushed the heads of Leviathan and gave it as food to the creatures of the desert. It was you who opened up springs and streams. You dried up the ever-flowing rivers. The day is yours, and yours also is the night. You established the sun and the moon. It was you who set all the boundaries of the earth. You made both summer and winter. And then he closes with a passionate plea for God to arise and deliver Israel from her adversaries. Verse 18, Remember how the enemy has mocked you, Lord. How foolish people have reviled your name. Do not hand over the life of your dove to wild beasts. Do not forget the lives of your afflicted people forever. Have regard for your covenant, because haunts of violence fill the dark places of the land. Do not let the oppressed retreat in disgrace. May the poor and needy praise your name. Rise up, O God, and defend your cause. Remember how fools mock you all day long. Do not ignore the clamor of your adversaries, the uproar of your enemies, which rises continually. So, friends, I can't help but consider as I read these words and meditate on them that the Psalms were available when the Assyrians came in 722 BC and destroyed uh, the northern kingdom of Israel. This Psalm was certainly read and in wide circulation, when the Babylonians came in 586 B.C. and destroyed Jerusalem herself. This may have been preached and prophesied and prophetically shared in the season of Jerusalem's conquest under the Babylonians or under the season of its siege by the Assyrians. It didn't fall. Jerusalem didn't fall to the Assyrians, but the Assyrians laid siege to the city until the angel of the Lord came and delivered them By the prayers of Isaiah and the prayers of Hezekiah. And so the Lord knows the end from the beginning. He knows my end from the beginning. He knows your end from the beginning. He knows the end of nations from the beginning. And these prayers for deliverance and prayers for protection and passionate pleas for God to arise, these are always applicable to whatever nation we were born into, whatever situation we have. And so, Lord, We ask that you would arise and deliver us, deliver us as individuals, deliver us as families, deliver our nation from evil. God, your mighty deeds are recorded in the scriptures. Show yourself mighty on our behalf. Don't let your enemies and our enemies mock you. Lord, don't withhold your hand of strength. On our behalf, Lord, defend us and destroy your enemies. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.